0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Stride end of year community call. Let's take a listen.
1: All right, guys, I see both of our um, hosts, Aiden and Riley, or our dev team hosts have just joined the crowd. So I'm going to go ahead and get us started. Um, my name is Summer. I'm a community manager here at Stride. You've probably seen me on Discord, um, but I want to say thank you for being here at our Final community call of 2022. Super exciting that um, Stride's been able to end the year, its very first year being alive um, with such an awesome community to support it. So much help from the community. We really appreciate you guys and the attention that um, we've been able to give to each other. Um, I'll just keep this short and quick. This is how the meeting is going to go today. I'm going to share a few brief community updates. Then I'm going to pass the mic over to Riley, who's going to share updates from the development team, Um, anything like product upgrades, upcoming integrations, any hot topics for Stride users. Um, Then we'll move on to community questions. We have a couple, just one question actually prepared from the community ahead of time. But if people want to come off of mute and raise their hand to ask a question, you're welcome to do that at that time. I'll try to keep things in order. Um, As far as who raises their hand first, if you don't have any questions, keep sitting back and enjoying the call. Um, And at the end of the call, we'll talk a little bit about what you can expect from Stride in 2023. All right. So as far as community updates, um, the main update that we want to share is that Crew 3 is going live for us in January. So as far as the way that you can contribute any type of materials to Stride, you can complete any task related to stride any type of um, anything from joining our Twitter to writing a tutorial for us. We're gonna try to make this something that um, is able to be honored through Crew 3. So you can have a leaderboard of ensuring who is the most active in the server, all these different ways for you to be um, active with us will be consolidated in Crew 3. I know some people are familiar with it, some might not be, um, but we'll have a lot more to share about that in just a couple weeks for you. Um if you are interested in learning any uh, about our some of our most recent integrations you can check out our YouTube um, it's at stride-zone is the account um, we have we have information about our Comdex integration and our Dmex integration soon to be information about our Umi integration um, but we're super excited about these and we'd love to share more with you And then finally, uh, my last update is really just a shout out to all of our community helpers, um, specifically our lifeguards, language mods, and community stars. We would not be half as successful as we are at this point without them. Um, They have really kept our community afloat with answering support tickets, making sure that people who are non-English speakers are able to access all of the information they need to be successful using Stride, so yeah, we just really appreciate you. Check out Discord later, and we will um, share some information there about where you can get um, a little thank you from Stride. So I'm gonna pass the mic over to Riley now um, to share any updates from the development team, um, anything related to Stride on a technical level.
2: Thanks, Summer. And uh, Aiden and I are gonna split this section, but I'll, I'll kick it off with a few updates since last time we spoke. And then uh, we'll go over some topics about the next upgrade that's coming in the new year, as well as some of the roadmap for the first half of 2023. Um, And finally, maybe a quick year in review. And then after that, we'll we'll go to Q&A. We haven't received many questions, but folks, please feel free to hop up. And maybe some framing before I jump into this. A lot of the upcoming roadmap features are things that have been uh, demanded from the community, and uh, we'll need to go through governance before before they're implemented. But just with that disclaimer, I'll jump into some updates from last time. So starting with integrations, our first integration is finally live. It's a lending pool on DMAX Nitron. It allows you to perform lending and leverage staking of the Atom and ST Atom tokens, as well as Osmo and Osmo. That went live about a week ago. Uh, one other integration update: the Osmosis pool incentives have been re-upped for all the tokens, and some will be migrating to stable swaps, which is a much more efficient model. Allows you to trade more volume through the pool without impacting the price. And then some integrations coming soon. Umi is in progress. St. Adam is currently running through governance to be listed on Umi, and that will have a similar uh, look and feel to DMAX Nitron. Um, we're also In the first phase of onboarding to ShadeSwap, which is the first staked asset-first decentralized exchange, so the base assets on the exchange will actually be staked assets rather than uh, native Cosmos assets. Pretty cool. You don't have to forego the staking yield when you're when you're trading. It's going to be on Secret Network uh, launching pretty soon, and uh, Stride assets will natively integrate. And then finally, we're in close talks with number of integrations that we've mentioned before on the Stride channel on on Twitter, but uh, some some big ones are Mars and Agoric. Uh, We'll be integrating some Mars's lending market and uh, likely into Agoric's stablecoin as as collateral. So next up, some chain upgrades coming. Um, Actually, some chain upgrades we already did. I'll I'll pass it off to Aiden to talk about the, the next chain upgrades. But since we last spoke, we upgraded the chain to V3. This was to add the airdrop module, uh, allowed us to do the first airdrop and will allow us to do the, the coming airdrops as well. We also performed the before upgrade. This mostly was a safety and stability upgrade uh, to interchain accounts, as well as uh, it included some audit fixes uh, from the informal systems audit. That's our third complete audit. We'll be releasing the report soon and we plan to continue getting audited. Uh, going forward. So big thanks to the informal team, as well as the notional lab teams and and Jacob for contributing to the changes coming out of the audit. Nothing, nothing big came out of it. Um, Nothing, nothing urgent, no, uh, no serious issues, just some uh, improvements to the code base to make everything run more smoothly and, and more safely. Finally, in terms of updates, we had a conversation with the Osmosis community last week on uh, Twitter, and I'll just give a quick recap for those who, who couldn't make it. Uh, we're in an open discussion with them regarding the recent passing of ST Osmo incentives uh, to the ST Osmo pool on the Osmosis platform. And uh, the proposal to pass those incentives passed. Uh, and then there was some discussion on their Commonwealth as to whether they actually should be spending money to to incentivize uh, liquid liquid staking derivatives on their platform. Some concerns were raised, such as the principal agent problem when you separate slashing from block production. Um, Dave raised some concerns around leverage staking and risks of cascading liquidations uh, with unbondings on lending markets. Uh, The question of What does it mean to outsource governance or validator set selection to another chain that's controlled by another validator set? And and finally, protocol risk. Uh, This is a question with all liquid staking providers. So Those were some of the the questions. And then those were balanced against the benefits of liquid staking, which mainly for, for a protocol like Osmosis, it's the increasing of the stake rate because more users can both stake and use DeFi. Uh, It's a stronger UX for DeFi users because they don't need to trade off the yield, and it's composable with decentralized finance applications like lending. Uh, Decentralized liquid staking better aligns with Cosmos than centralized liquid staking. And finally, using stake tokens as collateral generates demand for the underlying token. Uh, So it is the potential to to grow the ecosystem. So it's a quick recap. We're in open discussions about this design space and working to design a safe, liquid staking protocol together. And we're, we're talking with their team offline to, to come to a solution. But we might also have another open town hall and would encourage everyone to jump in and contribute ideas. I'll pass it over to Aiden for the next upgrade.
3: Cool. Um, yeah, thanks. thanks so much for that intro, Riley, or the
4: um, recap of the last couple of months. Um, so the next upgrade is coming in early or mid-Jan uh 2023 next year um and there's four or i guess three big on-chain things we're gonna do and then there are a couple of front-end things um so i'll run i'll run through those quickly um this is actually an upgrade that i'm particularly excited about uh it has some features that we've been talking about basically since we started stride and we've finally been able to hire enough engineers on our team to actually uh uh, kind of start building some of these things that we've been dreaming about since we started Stride. Um, so the first big thing that's coming is Ebmos support. Uh, with Ebmos, um, the underlying technology of the chain is based on this technology called Etherment, Uh and that allows for Ethereum smart contracts to be run uh, on Ebmos, where they can't run on most other chains. So there's a couple of differences. Uh, between the underlying technology of Ebmos and other Cosmos chains, which is why we need an upgrade to support Evmos. Um, so that's, that's going to be coming in the next upgrade. Uh, second, we are adding one-click liquid staking in the next upgrade. So the idea here is this is a big uh, UX improvement. And uh, the problem is today when you use Cosmos chains, as I'm sure many of you know, you have to do two clicks to use any Cosmos chain. Uh, so there's this, for example, on Osmosis, there's like a deposit step and then there is a swap. So you deposit or you IBC transfer and then you swap. Uh, and what we're doing with Stride is we're going to combine these into a single transaction. So the idea is you'll just click one button, you'll sign one transaction on the Cosmos Hub, for example, and your tokens will be transferred to Stride and liquid Um So the, the UX, it feels more like a monolithic chain, uh, kind of like Ethereum. Um, so especially for people that are coming from outside of the ecosystem that maybe aren't super familiar with IBC or bridge technology. Uh, this should be a nice
3: uh, UX improvement for, for everyone, but especially for those folks. Uh, and then third, we are adding IBC rate limiting.
4: So for context, uh, as I'm sure everyone knows, bridge hacks are really, really bad. And over the past couple of years, somewhere in the range of like $2 billion has been hacked across bridges. So recently in Cosmos, there was BMB, uh, there was Nomad, there's been the Harmony bridge hack and Poly Network. So just looking at those four, you're close to $2 billion. Um, Now, uh, IBC, as we all know, is much better than a a typical bridge. Um, So hopefully it doesn't get hacked. But in the, uh, I guess, one thing that we're always thinking about at stride is uh, safety. And that's because ST tokens um, are are both uh, in our vision going to be the base asset of DeFi um, and also secure lots of stake on other networks. So it's really important to us that stride is as secure as possible. Um, Specifically what we we shoot for is to be as as secure as any chain we service. So our our thinking around rate limiting is um, a 10% hack is way better than a 100% hack. And the way that this works in practice is if Stride were to be hacked, uh, the assets would not be able to flow off of Stride. Uh, They would be rate limited. So maybe 10% of assets could flow off of Stride, but not 100%. Um, So it it mitigates the the size of the hack, uh, which is um, pretty nice. Uh, This is also the first native Golang rate limiting module. So Osmosis has uh, this exact same module in Cosmosm. Uh, We don't have Cosmosm on our chain, so we redid this in Golang. Uh, Shout out to Sam Pockley. I see him in the audience. He's one of our star engineers that is uh, building all this. And this is open source for all other projects to use. So we hope to see this get some adoption around the Cosmos because personally, I would feel a lot
3: safer if all of the chains that I was using had rate limiting. Um, Let's see. Oh, yeah. And then finally, uh, we have some front
4: end updates. So we're adding some things to the Stride app that are going to make using DeFi easier. So we're gonna have a DeFi integrations page, it'll show you uh, what your DeFi asset holdings look like across Cosmos. You'll see Osmosis, UMI, all those things aggregated up, Uh, you'll be able to LP more easily on osmosis. And we're going to be adding uh, info.stride.zone, which has a lot of Stride related statistics to make uh, Stride more transparent and easy to understand. So, this is all stuff that's coming in probably mid January um, that I am super excited for. Uh, and with that, I'll pass it back to Riley to talk about our H1
3: or first half of 2023
2: uh, goals. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll jump in with the H1 23 updates. So, so first off, uh, we're doing a lot to focus on security. Um the, the first is ICS. So so why are we doing this? Well, the validator set of a liquid staking derivative provider chain controls a lot of stake across Cosmos. Controls some Atom, controls some Osmo, some Juno. So it's crucial for the security of this liquid staking provider to be very high. Uh now, as as many of you know, interchange in security from the hub will be available in the first quarter of this coming year, and Stride is going to be one of the first consumer chains. So this means that the Stride blockchain will be protected by the hub's roughly $2 billion of economic security. So hopefully that does away with any concern about the the security of the the Valsat, and that's the, the main reason that we're pushing forward. Uh, with this um, with onboarding ICS later we may move to mesh security uh, it's it's really up to the community but the idea with mesh security is that stride could be secured by each zone it onboards proportional to the value locked in that zone so if stride consult c- controls two osmo and one atom it might have two units of osmo security and one unit of atom security so that each chain has some measure of control over its own tokens. Uh, Next thing coming in the first half of 2023 that's not dev related is we have some tokenomics updates and recently posted a a blog from the Stride Foundation to give an update on these matters, but I'll quickly run through them here. So first, Stride stakers asserted their right to handle protocol revenue. Uh, There was an on-chain governance vote and stakers of the stride token decided to redirect past and future revenue to themselves. Uh, For the service of staking their tokens to secure the blockchain, uh, the stakers currently receive inflationary stride rewards. But if this change is implemented uh, with uh, an update to the code base and uh, an upgrade proposal, then stride stakers will receive 100% of protocol revenue in addition to the inflationary rewards they already receive. Um, so all it takes is the governance vote and some updates to the code, and then all the revenue will c- currently flow to uh, Stride Stakers. I think Stride has currently earned about twenty ish thousand U.S. dollars worth of revenue. It's currently sitting on the blockchain, so that would be redirected. And the the annual revenue is something like two hundred thousand dollars. So you can do the math on on what that comes out to uh, for a yearly yield uh, to stakers. Second update is increased emissions. So Stride Protocol is on track to only have 2.5 million Stride emitted in inflationary rewards for the first year. That's different than the 9.5 that was planned according to the original tokenomics article. So that's gonna be updated as well. Just requires a simple governance vote and uh, code change should be happening pretty soon. And lastly, no rewards for insiders. What is this? Um, Staked stride belonging to investors and contributors currently receives staking rewards. But some of the core contributors are working on a solution to prevent investors and contributors from receiving staking rewards so that everyone else can enjoy a higher reward. As an interim measure, though, 100% of contributor rewards are being directed to the community pool. This is, this is pretty unusual for um, a Cosmos project, as far as I understand. Uh, but um, we're trying to make it happen uh, so that the rewards for community staking
3: are, are much higher. I'll pass it back to you, Aiden. Cool. Um, thanks. So I'm going to talk about two more things we're working on in
4: 2023. Uh, the first is our UX. So I actually already talked about one of these, the one-click liquid staking. This is going to be coming very quickly in 2023, probably in the first couple of weeks. Um, The second is currently Stride is gasless. Um, This means all transactions on Stride are are gasless and we're going to do some optimizations around exactly which transactions are gasless. Um, So we'll we'll probably keep liquid staking transactions gasless, but we'll start to uh, implement gas for other transactions such as staking. And this is just to prevent um, prevent spam on chain in the long run. Uh, so a couple of couple of UX benefits coming. Um, another one that i I am really excited about, and I, I think a lot of uh, ST token holders will also be really uh, excited about, is governance. Um, so as you know, um, Stride has liquid staking, but staking is only one half of what you can do with your tokens. Uh, the other thing that you can do with stake tokens is governance. And we already have liquid staking. So we've been calling this next feature liquid governance. Uh, name Final name, TBD, yeah, we might change this. Um, but liquid governance sounds kind of fun, kind of catchy. Um, the basic idea here is when you liquid stake today, you lose your governance rights. Um, so technically what happens is stride stakes tokens to a bunch of validators across the set, and then those validators on behalf of you um, will vote. Now, this isn't ideal because you might want to vote yourself, uh, which is one of the great features of Cosmos blockchains is um, even though you can delegate your tokens to an external validator, uh, you can let them vote on your behalf, but um, you can also retain your vote. and the way that the, the sort of vision that we have for this is there's kind of three versions. So there's, I'll call them V0, V1, and V2. Although, again, this is uh, extremely experimental and unknown. So, kind of TBD. Um, so, the V0 is on Stride. This just means if you hold your ST tokens, so for example, ST Atom, ST Osmo on Stride, you'll be able to vote on governance proposals on the Cosmos Hub um, and Osmosis and all the other chains we support as well. So, this is, this is probably going to come pretty early on next year.
3: Um, and the way it's going to work is Stride will mirror um, governance votes from these other zones on Stride. Um,
4: the main problem with this is that most tokens actually are not held on Stride. And this is also part of our vision. You know, Stride wants to service other DeFi protocols throughout the Cosmos. So we actually encourage users to take their tokens and use them throughout Cosmos DeFi. Um, for example, Stride has lots of incentives that it puts towards Osmosis. So we're encouraging users to go use Osmosis LPs, but they wouldn't be able to use this liquid governance feature. So the second version of this we're thinking is we will integrate uh, liquid governance with Osmosis LPs, and this means if you bond your SC SCOSMO, or other SC tokens in one of the Osmosis LPs, you'll be able to vote. Uh, the important point here is you all have to bond your tokens and the reason is if you didn't have your tokens bonded or locked up at all you could just vote and then sell them and then buy other tokens and vote and it would just be a mess because there would be all kinds of votes and it would sort of break the the traditional governance system that we know in cosmos so you will have to be bonded Uh, and then the the v2 of this is uh liquid governance for all DeFi integrations across cosmos this is one that has a really open design space so we have some initial ideas on how to do this. We're not quite ready to share them yet, but I think sometime in the first few months of 2023 we will uh, we'll start to share some thoughts around this. Um, it's definitely possible. it's just kind of technically challenging. Um, so that's a little bit about our vision for liquid governance. I'm sure we'll we'll do lots of dedicated spaces for this and release blog posts and uh, sort of discuss the technical implementation with the community. This is just like a tiny sneak peek. Uh, Cool. I I think that is the first half of 2023. Um, Couple things we have on the roadmap we need to do. Uh, For this next one, uh, this is one that Riley and I were planning on doing. It's called Stride Year in Review. Um, So we're just going to alternate and read off some random fun facts about Stride. There's definitely some interesting ones in here. Some that kind of surprised me as well. So uh, I'll start off with the first one. So we wrote our first line of code
2: 230 days ago, May 5th, 2022. Stride went live 108 days ago. I actually don't have the days. September 3rd or 4th? 4th. Yeah, September 4th. 4th. 108 days. uh, 53,866 accounts have interacted with Stride. The current value locked in the protocol is five point six seven million dollars,
3: and we've produced one point five six million blocks. It's a lot of blocks. We have hired five engineers
2: and four folks incredible folks across community, business development, and growth. So the Stride team has grown a lot. Since uh, 108 days ago, wow. We currently have 0.25% of all staked Atom
4: and 0.5% of all staked Osmo. And I believe just around 1%
3: of all staked stars. Although I need to go double check that one. I actually didn't pull the number.
2: And then lastly, the SD Atom pool is the number five pool on Osmosis. And the ST Osmo pool is the number eleven pool on Osmosis. And that's it.
3: That's the bulk of our updates.
2: It's been a it's been a pretty crazy hundred and eight days. Um, sit back to uh, to summer now. Uh, for any Q and A, we'd love to have folks come up and uh, ask any questions.
1: Yeah, thank you guys so much. Those were uh... Those are some fun facts about the stride year in review. I'm gonna have to get some of those numbers from you again at some point. But um, (laughs) okay, so let's move on to community questions. Um, Maybe before we take questions from the audience, maybe we could just take a look at the one question that we have already submitted. Um, This is from a Discord user, SnipeTR. And the question is, how was the airdrop distribution algorithm and calculation done? I will pass that back to you guys to answer, and then we'll move on to Q and A.
2: Yeah, I can shed some insight here. So it, it was done linearly. We um, think this is the fairest way to do an airdrop. It prevents civil attacks, and uh, the criteria for the airdrop were not released until after the snapshot was taken. Uh, that also prevents gaming the airdrop. But the 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 simple math was for each chain that's onboarded. A uh, portion of stride tokens was allocated, and then, based on the snapshot for the magic block uh, at which everyone's staked assets were recorded, we just divided the total number of stride tokens uh, across everyone who' was staked on that day with a cap and a minimum, and then uh, proportionally assigned tokens to those users based on how much they were staking and and the whale cap was was um chosen to make sure that no single massive user could take the majority of the airdrop and then uh, there's also a a minimum as i mentioned so pretty pretty straightforward um approach to calculating the airdrop and that's how we're going to do it going forward as well
1: awesome thank you for adding that aiden did you have something you wanted to add
4: yeah, so, so sorry, I, f- I forgot um, one update since uh, since last time that uh, it was actually a big one that we we somehow forgot in our notes. Um, so we elected our first uh, stride validator uh, selection council. So the idea, just a quick recap here, the idea and the way that this works is for each uh, host zone that we onboard, we elect a council. Um, so this council is uh, consists of five members, and each member should be neutral and long-term aligned with the ecosystem that they're selecting validators for. And the the uh, responsibility of the council is to select validators on the host zone that Stride delegates to. Um, so we did this for the Cosmos Hub first, uh, just because it was our first time running the council and most of our staked assets are Atoms, so we elected a council of five Um, We then uh, stratify the validator set into quartiles, and each quartile receives so the the bottom 25%, uh, the 25th through 50th and so on, each uh, quartile of the validator set on the Cosmos hub then receives one fourth of uh, Stride's staked atom. Um, And the way that we rank the validators within each quartile is based on a few, uh, a few metrics. So we, we have some metrics that will disqualify validators. These include low uh, governance participation, as well as um, very low or very high commission rates. Um, so there's some exclusion things. Um, but then beyond that, we look at ecosystem contributions as well as code contributions. And the, uh, the council then stack ranks those validators. Um, within each category Uh, and the for context here there's a there's a few different ways that liquid-staking protocols can do validator selection so one way is the liquid-staking protocol can have some centralized party that actually works for the protocol selecting validators this is how liquid-staking works in lots of other ecosystems but it's definitely not how we wanted to do things at stride Um, given we're a decentralized protocol and Uh, Each ecosystem has sort of different needs and requirements, and I I don't think it's uh, necessarily up to us to decide what those are. Um, Another way that you can do validator selection is through Intense. This is the model that Quicksilver uses. Um, This model, in our opinion, is pretty unsafe for a few reasons. Um, They're sort of tactical, and we've talked about them a bunch, so I won't get into them here, Um, but happy to answer any questions about those. Uh, the the approach that we're taking is sort of a hybrid. So we want it to be decentralized with checks and balances, and we also want it to be safe. Um, and the, the method that we arrived at was this um, council. So we select a neutral council. They rank the validators, and then stride token holders approve or deny the selection from the council. Uh, so Riley, you might have more details on exactly when this vote is going to go out, but I think... Sometime in the next month or so, the
3: vote will go out to approve or deny the uh, validator selection for the hub.
2: Yeah, it might actually be up. Let me check really quickly. If it's not up now, it probably will go up. It's up. Yeah, so on the Stride Governance Commonwealth, uh, please take a look. There's a list of validators. There's a long write-up on the process. Please add comments. Um, we're going to be repeating this every three months, and the the council will also have the opportunity to change. Council members can be proposed from the the relevant zone. So, for example, for the for the hub set, um, anyone who's closely aligned and understands the mechanism of the hub should um, should put their name up. And uh, the tried token holders will vote to elect a council, and then that council will go through the process again. Um, so, if there's any feedback please put it up there and i think this
3: vote is live it has yeah it has
2: has some days left so uh, i'm eager to hear everyone's feedback on that
1: awesome thank you guys for uh, those last few updates um let's go ahead and move into live questions i saw two questions come up one from charles and then one from atlas staking so far so we'll start with Charles um, let me go add you as a speaker hello yes we can hear you
5: right it's been a very fantastic session i've been able to learn a lot and also i mean get to know that stride has grown bigger by the year and a lot of the reasons why i also came into the community because i know you guys had a lot to offer by you know looking at the metrics when i came in and I was going to ask a question regarding the community, right? You already stated that we're going to be using or appropriating crew 3 by the beginning of next year. So I wanted to know quickly um, if we will be having or will still be making use of um, community ambassadors, because when I came into the program, I asked if there were positions open for persons who want to become more integrated with the program. And I was asked to stay on hold, um, maybe for a few months while, I mean, they get to see if there's any open positions for community ambassadors. So let to know uh, with the institution of the Q3, would there still be openings for um, people who want to become community ambassadors? Because I must tell you, I'm very keen about Stride and I'm looking to become more integrated with it. Yeah, so that's my question
1: thank you for asking that question um sam i i see you're off mute did you want to go ahead and take this one
6: yeah, sure. And thanks for the, the question indeed. It's uh, it's something that we are really keen on. Ambassador program will come back. Uh, we'll most likely use uh, Crew 3 to organize it like uh, through some sort of a, a series of quests. Uh, it's not 100% uh, uh, settled yet, but uh, Crew 3 will most likely play a part in this. So we'll have also a set of criteria that we want to uh, our ambassadors to have. So based on uh, followers, activities, specialty and all that. But uh, as soon as we have like a a clearer plan, we'll communicate everything uh, uh, on Discord and in our uh, diverse uh, social media uh, uh, channels. I hope that answered your question. All right, yeah, cool.
5: Thank you very much. No problem.
1: All right, thank you, Charles. And I'm gonna go ahead and take that next question from Atlas Staking. Uh, Let me go ahead and make you a speaker. Um, Atlas Staking, you can go ahead and come off mute. Thanks. Yeah.
7: sounds Sounds good. Hey, I just wanted to uh, thank you know all of you for your hard work. You got to feel really good about uh, where Stride is headed, and and we're thrilled to be a part of everything. Um, I'm just wondering, are there any metrics for how many users the airdrop brought into the protocol, or users being added to the system? Are there are there any sort of metrics around the airdrop that you can please share with us?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take this one. Thank um, you. So, so uh, good question. And actually, this is something we've been thinking a lot about recently, is how can we start looking at like, real hard user metrics to understand how people are using the protocol? Um, there's a couple of things that I think are going to help a lot with this. One is Numia is an indexing. Uh, and actually, they, they provide a lot of services. But one of the services they provide is indexing chance. So they, they recently started indexing Stride. Um, so we have uh, like block by block um, in BigQuery Stride data, which we can query. Um, so in the future, we can actually go in, and or even today, we just haven't quite had the time yet, we could go in and look at the user count uh, before and after the airdrop and figure out um, you know, which addresses were using Stride before the airdrop, which ones uh, came in and were first time users. Um, Being part of the airdrop and then how many of those addresses continued liquid staking or using Stride after the airdrop? Uh, We don't have quite that level of detail yet, but it's a good question. I I think it's something we're going to look into. Um, What I can say is I looked at the total number of accounts on Stride uh, before and after the airdrop. And before the airdrop, we had something like ten thousand accounts. After the airdrop, we had something like forty-five thousand.
3: So that that's ballpark. How many new addresses were uh, interactive with Stride. Um, yeah, hope that hope that answers your question.
7: Yeah, will you please uh, list the name of the indexing service that you had mentioned? I I, I wasn't able to understand.
4: Yeah, of course. Um, it's called Numia.
3: I'll, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll DM it to you, but uh, yeah, it's called Numia. N-U-M-I-A. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for answering my question. I appreciate you guys.
1: Awesome. And then... I see, Charles, I think I'm going to make you a speaker again. It looks like you might have a second question, so I'm going to add you as a speaker. And then after that, we'll go with um, um, Claire, Clairvoyant. Hi, Charles.
5: So I was going to ask, uh, was there a strategy in place to ensure that persons who were onboarded through the airdrop stays um, loyal and continues in the protocol even after the airdrop? Yeah, it's another great question. So uh,
4: I think airdrops are pretty, they're still pretty new. There hasn't been much experimentation with airdrops. Um, So we tried to do a little bit of experimentation, but it's possible that there's even more experimentation we could do. Um, So a a few uh, new things that we did with our airdrop. Um, So actually, some new, some have been tried by other Cosmos chains. Uh, So one thing we did is the airdrop was only claimable after interacting with Stride. So the first uh, portion of the airdrop could be claimed just by hitting a claim button. You didn't have to do anything uh, related to the protocol. Um, after that, you had to stake. So you had to choose a stride validator and stake some tokens, and then after that, you had to liquid stake. So to claim the entire airdrop, you actually had to go through and use <coughs> excuse me you had to use the entire protocol. Um, So this is one thing. Now, a lot of other chains have done this. So this is kind of like table stakes in Cosmos, although in lots of other ecosystems, air drops are not even this sophisticated. The second thing we did was we vested rewards. Um, So when you claim, you actually have to wait for something like three to six months to uh, be able to sell those tokens. So there is like some retention there. Um, And then the, the final thing that I think is most interesting is our airdrop is a rolling airdrop. And what this means is uh, lots of airdrops, the way they work is some tokens are allocated to the airdrop, and then maybe half of them are claims. And then the half that are unclaimed, they actually get clawed back or returned to the protocol community pool. Uh, and this is a little bit unfortunate because you, know, you have these tokens that are allocated for an airdrop. And uh, this is like what you see in the marketing materials and all that. And then uh, the claimers of the airdrop end up not getting the full amount because some of it gets clawed back. So uh, what we were thinking is, rather than clawing this back, why don't we just reset the airdrop every few months? Um, so what, the way that our airdrops work is after a three-month initial claim period, uh, even if you claimed your airdrop the first time, you can go back and claim it again. And then after the three-month period, it resets monthly. So you can claim in month four, month five, month six, and so on. Um, so if you are a repeat user of the protocol, you'll be claiming those airdrops uh, every month thereafter. And actually, uh, another thing that's sort of interesting, you don't have to go to the airdrop page to claim the airdrop. If, you just li- if you're just if you eligible for the airdrop and you just go in liquid stake every month, your airdrop will be automatically claimed. Um, so this is one way that users are retained and rewarded for continuing to use the protocol.
1: Awesome, thank you for answering that question. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and invite Clairvoyant up next. Um, go ahead and ask your question whenever you're ready. Clairvoyant, if you wanna ask your question, um, you are a speaker now, so go for it.
8: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I just wanna say firstly, um, uh, Cosmosverse, great, great presentation, love the hats. Um, hopefully they're available as well. Um, yeah, love really, really loving how the project is- Um, just a couple of questions. So firstly, in regards to uh, what differentiates Stride um, from the other liquid staking protocols uh, on Cosmos at the moment, Um, and apologies, some of these are like really newbie questions. Um, uh, And secondly, as well, um, so if I liquid stake, would I still be eligible for like airdrops um, and kind of like the usual benefits that you would get through native staking? um that's my question i think i had a third one but yeah i'll leave it with that for now thank you
3: yeah it's a great question uh riley do you want to take this one or do you want me to take it i'm fine fine, either uh i'm i'm happy to take it cool
2: go for it. yeah so the the primary there there are a few liquid staking providers coming to market um stride is live today Uh, Quicksilver launched their chain last week and i think their liquid staking um, service is aiming to go live in the next few weeks with Atom. There's uh, Lido on Neutron. It's unclear when they're going to launch, but at some point in the first half of 2023. And then uh, p is also launching a Cosmos native solution to liquid staking. They, they have their current solution, but it bridges to ETH, so it's a, it's a little bit different. Um, and then you asked, what's the difference between Stride and the others? The main difference is is vision, and there are a few technical implementation details that stem from this. But at a very high level, most of the other liquid staking solutions aim to be DeFi hubs, whereas Stride has a more minimalist vision. So all of our focus is on liquid staking. All decisions are informed by this, and the goal is not to incorporate DeFi on the Stride chain but rather to be a, a layer in the stack where we focus entirely on creating safe vouchers that can interoperate with IBC and plug into existing DeFi. And then Quicksilver's aiming to create a uh, DEX and a few other things on their chain. I'm not exactly sure what, what their plans are, but they, they want DeFi to be on the Quicksilver chain with Cosmosm. Neutron is, is clearly moving in that direction. That um, Their whole vision is to be a, a DeFi hub with Cosmosm and then pStake has the Stake ecosystem. Um, we, we'd rather plug into to Osmosis and to uh, Mars and to Agoric and to the, the existing DeFi in the ecosystem and, and grow them. Um the, the next big difference is uh, we've focused, I think, relatively more on security where the others have focused on uh, features like governance. Um, so. We've spoken about this a lot, so I won't repeat it. But um, we have a, a a lot of effort invested in making sure the stride chain is very very secure. Um, validator selection, we have a slightly different mechanisms. I think Aiden went into this a bit earlier, so I won't jump into it as well. And then the the last thing is redemptions. I think we're the the only chain that offers redemptions at launch. Um, we think this is really really important for uh the the safety and security of the tokens as well as the the peg and liquidations in DeFi. so those are some high level points happy to jump into any
3: of those Uh, you also had one other question do do you mind
2: repeating the second question
8: yeah um so yeah that's brilliant saved me a lot of um research but i'll look into that as well so um yeah um the other question that I had was, um, I guess it's much further down the line, uh, but in regards to implementing maybe like um, shielding, so with things maybe like projects like uh, Nomada um, and um, things of that nature. So, is that in the pipeline or something that you guys are thinking about?
2: Yeah. Do you mean uh, like private assets? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a very good question. We we haven't explored that yet. Uh, we've had conversations with some teams on the secret network and we've had uh, conversations uh, with a few other folks uh, like like the Penumbra team um, about how we might integrate. And some of the features that Aiden mentioned related to app routers, so it's IBC middleware that allows you to do things like transfer tokens to stride and have automated actions take place uh, without the user having to do much. It's mostly a UX feature, but it can also be used to integrate with chains like Penumbra. You could imagine uh, shielding an asset and then having it staked through stride and sent back uh, in such a way that it's, it's not traceable. We haven't explored these yet, but we've had
8: some early conversations. Fantastic. Um, yeah, um, apart from saying Merry Christmas, I guess um, I don't want to touch on points that you've already covered, but um, yeah, as, maybe as someone as a newbie who wants to get into it, I've been kind of like following Discord. Um I haven't started interacting yet, but um yeah, what's the best way to get onboarded and I guess be a good stride member, I mean, new member? I'll uh, I'll
2: let Summer or Sam take this one. I think they know best.
3: Actually, that's yeah, I can Ooh, do yeah, go for this. It,
6: go ahead. All right, cool. Um, Yeah, it's a great question. So uh, it's like in part with what we're uh, building up with uh, Crew 3, basically. Uh, But first of all, all the classics, right? You can join us on Discord, follow us on Twitter. Uh, We now have like a pretty uh, growing uh, crowd on Reddit, it's coming up. Uh, So all our channels, our YouTube channels, where we're going to share lots of uh, different videos about our integration, about product updates, lots of stuff like this. And uh, keep an eye on our Discord when we're going to launch Crew 3 next month there's going to be a, a bunch of different quests uh, based on people's interest how they want to get involved uh, with stride in different ways we'll have like spe- specialized quest for all of this so keep an eye out we'll have a, a detailed explanation about all the different paths that uh, users can use to support stride and join the community and yeah uh, hopefully it'll, it'll be uh, it'll, it'll be complete and uh, and uh, and we'll have a, a, a bunch of uh, community uh, activities through this
1: Oh, and I'll just add one thing to that. If you go to the stride homepage, just stride.zone, scroll all the way to the bottom um to where there's like a black box under technology, it says documentation. If you just click on documentation, it's going to take you to um basically our our archive of documents. But um it basically guides you through the using stride process beginning to end and throughout there there are links to all of our social medias um for how you like invite links to all of our social media so you can find everything you need in there yeah hopefully that answers your question
8: yeah yeah Yeah, thanks guys um merry christmas and yeah keep 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 up the hard work thank you thanks
1: merry christmas to you too um i don't see Anyone else with their hand raised? Uh, I'll give you guys just a moment.
3: Going once. Going twice.
1: All right. Fabulous. If anything does come up, let me know. Um, we're still here. We're still on the call. But I do think that concludes everything we wanted to say. Oh, we've got a question. at it. Okay. I'm going to make you a speaker. Atlas speaking. Welcome back go ahead and ask your question whenever you're ready Atlas staking. Are you out there my friends at atlas taking or was maybe that was an accident question
6: no i think it's it's taking a while for the the transformation from a listener to speaker to go through i've approved on my side
1: as oh, well okay. all right well i think that our friend is no longer speaker i think it might just be us a stride folks back as speakers now so maybe they remove themselves
6: um I just commented that he has problems with his microphone
1: oh okay okay well yeah we'll be we'll be around on here if you wanted to try again i'm gonna add you as a speaker once more if you want to try coming off me yeah, sorry
7: about that. I was having uh, just trouble with the the mobile app. Um, just since the call was ending, I just want to say of all the projects that uh, that we follow, and there are lots. I think the Strides marketing team um, does as good or better a job than any protocol that we follow. And so just kudos to you guys. I love all of the updates. And um, we really think you do an excellent job. And so just wanted to say thanks.
6: Thank you so much for these words. Really appreciated. Thanks, Alice.
2: Yeah, that that means a lot. And it's it's almost entirely uh, Summer, Sam, and, and John Galt, who uh, is uh, managing the, the Twitter account and doing a lot of the writing on the, the blog.
7: So we're very lucky to have them. You are very lucky. So kudos to them and, and to you all. So have a, a wonderful holiday season, everybody.
1: Wow. I'm blushing. Thank you. I hope you have an awesome holiday season as well. Um, yeah, we have the best community ever. I love, I love the rapport that we all have with each other, and I hope it, it's always like this. Um, all right. I don't see any other questions. If they do come up, of course, we will be here and we'll do the same old thing, and I'll bring you up to be a speaker. But um, I guess I'll just leave that to any final words from the team. If Sam, Aiden, or Riley have anything that they want to say before we close the call, um, feel free to do that. For everybody listening, this call is being recorded. Um, so we will share that publicly on Discord later. The link will be available. The link will always live on Twitter. Um, and I'm also keeping a catalog of all of the notes from this meeting. So if you're a non-English speaker, don't worry. There will be a document that you can translate to get all of the information that you need. Um, but yeah, we can we can say goodbye now Sam, Riley or Aiden.
6: Yeah, like I just wanted to say uh quickly I've been working with the uh, different communities uh for a few years now uh and it's pretty rare to have such a overwhelmingly positive community. It's it's a real pleasure to work with all of you. So yeah, thanks so much from from our side for all the amazing support and the work you've been doing with us. Uh it's it's extraordinary. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for that Sam. Um all right, Riley, Aiden, do you have any final words or are you are you guys good to go?
2: Happy uh happy holidays everyone. Make make sure to touch some grass. I think we all deserve a little bit of quality time with with loved ones and um, there's a lot a lot a lot to be excited about for 2023.
3: Always great advice. Mostly to ourselves. Touch some grass. <laughs> Love to hear it. I
1: will you know, I live in California. Grass is green all year long. So I'll do that. Um, I do see we have one more question from uh, Rex News. So I'm going to I'm gonna let you come up as a speaker. And feel free to come off mute whenever you're ready. Whereas we still got a little time left.
6: Rex, you're still muted. So if uh, you're speaking, just unmute yourself and uh, we will be able to hear you. I saw that like, you uh, sent a couple of emojis. Maybe it was just a... Uh, uh, a mistake when you're requested. We'll give you a couple of seconds if you want to say a word. All right. I think that was it. Awesome. Great.
1: All right. Thank you guys so much. I hope that you have a fabulous rest of your afternoon, um, evening, morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are. Um, but yeah, thank you again and see you in 2023.
0: Thank you, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Stride End of year community call Recorded on Wednesday, December 21st, 2022 For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn Thanks for listening If you want to keep listening Head on over to TerraSpaces.org Slash donate and show some support Now with Spark IBC enabled Two plus two. <laughs> big thinking energy always gets the best of me. When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes. Got to mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratched over shit. Spitting facts with my vision smash Big trip aristocrats dishing out a list of trash. Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch. Better let the missus know where you hit the stash. Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps. Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines. Dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise chastising the digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view, just a bunch of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger Licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that think you do. Two plus two